0: so uh, i was just generally thinking about technology again i know i made a similar a similar uh podcast a while ago but i want to i want to make it again uh as as i've said before technology is any application of scientific thought and as i've said before scientific thought is not like somebody with a phd scientific thought is creating something because you had some sort of idea through normal logical observation. Right? Like or maybe or maybe you just realized that well, I wonder if something if you do this, if if what will happen? Like a caveman thinking about creating a lever. You know? A gorilla. Using uh, something hard to hammer something down, knowing that the thing will go into the in, down, like hammering a nail into wood, and knowing that's what they're doing, right? Or like my kitty Sunshine, she's been with us 16 years as of yesterday. My kitty Sunshine, who will watch a pulley system. You know, like like when, when I'm playing with a little string and a little bow tie at the end of the string. I throw it over a chair, or, or it wraps around the chair. And I pull the string, and she watches the bow tie, and she watches the string move around the chair. And she realizes, oh, boy is pulling the string. So she attacks my hand, right? She doesn't attack my hand because my hand is moving. She attacks my hand because she knows... That I'm pulling the string, and the string is causing the bow tie to move, and when she stops my hand, then she goes to the bow tie and grabs the bow tie. So that that's that's scientific thought, right? And while I'm technically the one using the technology, she understood how the technology worked. And that, uh, technology worked like a pulley. And a lot of people don't recognize that technology technological revolutions technological advancement or modern inventions uh they're not things of the future they're things of the present and things of the past and people are always moving forward you know the uh the other day and uh, you know I, I talk about this all the time you know with with friends mom uh you know uh Friends at work, you know, people online. Like the other day, I smelled the worst smell I've ever smelled in in my entire life, and it was the first. It was a, the first time I ever smelled. It was in the '80s, and it wasn't early '80s. I mean, well, early '80s, but uh, it, I, I knew when that smell was invented, and it was a form of chemical. That was that suddenly became prevalent in all forms of sense, right? They've since gotten rid of that chemical. But in the 80s, when that chemical revolution came, a whole bunch of different things came along with that chemical. And one of the smells that I smelled was associated with the color brown, and it had to do with. The color brown and how the color is being prepared and or fixed this chemical was a, a part of that process and I predicted every store that that focuses on this color this color brown every single store because makes me sick to my stomach every single one's going to close down in a couple of years right Uh. At one point I was, I was eight and I said, God, when are these stores going to close down? That smell is so bad. And you could see it You know, from the time that I was, I don't know, um, five or six to the time that I was eight. This one store's fashion bar, it focused on being brown, had brown tint on the windows. And same thing with the Hardee's that was that was uh in town right i said god that chemical it, it, like no, how can anybody stand it makes me sick sure enough like a- after they redid their little facade or whatever and they redid their their paint or their pigment that smell came that's when i said how are people going to stand it people stopped going to those places It took a long time for those places to die down because they were nationwide and they were just making just enough money to hang around for another few years, but their net value dropped like a rock. When Fashion Bar rebranded, I think it saved them for a couple years simply because people went back into the store and the smell was gone. But it couldn't really say for, for years of, of being fucked. Um, and Hardee's, uh, I think they're still around now. They, they sort of changed. They changed. You know, they went through a remodel, too, and then they came back. It, a lot of marketing people think, oh, well, that's because of the branding, because we have different colors and everything. No, no. It was the smell. It was the chemical, horrible chemical smell. It's more than just rebranding. Rebranding got rid of the smell, and so that's why they think it was successful. Uh, but that that came about from different technological, you know, evolutions, you know, revolutions. Uh, in the eighties, you also had a technological uh, advancement in car paint. Everybody thought it was great. It's like all of the Chevrolet cars use this type of paint and the paint was supposed to last decades well the sealer for the paint only lasted for about five or six years and then the car looked like shit and apparently at one point there was a lawsuit over it you know not everybody knows how technological advancements are going to work out And a lot of people like to bitch about social media. Because a lot of people, when they get on social media, they use it as a weapon. It's technology. I can use this to say whatever I want about people and call them terrible. And I won't lie. I mean, I kind of, sort of do that. I mean, my, my whole thing about what the fuck is wrong with you people is about me bitching about people getting things wrong. But I try to discuss the concepts and the topics and, the, you know, have a discussion. I, I try not to rail on individuals, right? And my weapon is, this is stupid. This is really what it means. Stop being stupid, right? Which is more of a frustration with the conveyance of information. Uh, rather than of technology or specific individuals. I I will admit that I have specifically targeted a couple of individuals, such as the dumbass who runs the Juneteenth website, who makes all these claims of how it's ended slavery everywhere. And uh, like everything about that is bullshit. Uh, (laughs) You know, he didn't even get the the actual legal issues. right? Okay, that's a different message. You could, you know, like... Yeah, emancipation should... The, ho- the Emancipation Federal Holiday should be January 31st because it leads into Black History Month. That's why Black History Month is February because it celebrates the day of emancipation. Okay, all right, all right. That's just... Never mind. Um, Never mind. Anyway, like I said... <laughs> I try to focus on topics and subjects. And, uh, you know, I mean, my, my bitch about Juneteenth is, is very similar, very similar to John Adams' bitch about July 4th. Although July 4th really is like splitting the baby down the middle. Uh, he still insists it should be July 3rd. Uh, I think is what he insists on. Uh, because that's when people voted rather than when it was ratified. But either way, either way. Um, you get what I mean, right? Like uh, people out there, the vast majority of them focus on talking about individuals and people. That's where you get the whole concept of cancel culture, right? This person's a bad person. They should be fired. It, it, you, you can't say cancel culture doesn't exist and then participate in a, in a vote threat of Do you think the president should be fired or impeached? Well, yeah, that's actually a form of cancel culture. Um, and And the culture is going after people and their jobs. But it boils into death threats. You know, and the culture gets really deep into threatening people's lives. You know, if you guys recall, I'm no fan of Donald Trump the same time what Kathy Griffin did was uh, uh, really stoking the fires of this person should be killed for being horrible people and we should take it out of mob violence. I killed him in effigy. Uh, I don't agree with that. Having said that, John Adams, again, my favorite founding father, He was given death threats just like that while he was in office. And he said, the power of freedom of speech protects that individual's right for freedom of speech. Right? So the death threats against Kathy Griffin are still protected freedom of speech because she, you know, John Adams set the bar. Death threats are protected speech. They're protected freedom of speech. At the same time, so is the response to those threats. That's protected freedom of speech. So the response to Kathy Griffin was, we don't like you, you're an asshole, right? She's whining that she can't get any jobs. Well, yeah, yeah, because you you took that one step forward. You took that one step over that line. It's still protected speech, but it doesn't mean that you were right in doing it. There's a difference between being protected and being right, you know what I mean? And, you know, the, um, a lot of people wonder, where do we get all of this, you know, what is hate speech, how is hate speech protected? Why don't we have laws? John Adams saw it coming a mile away because hate speech laws created oppression. In every instance, they create oppression. Well, how do you create oppression when you're creating freedom? Except you're not creating freedom. You are creating oppression. You're claiming that oppression is for freedom. But every time that has been done in human history, it it was oppression. But they're threatening people's lives. Yes, they have the freedom to do so. But I want to stop it. So you're oppressing them to prevent them from doing that. The reason why... Men like John Adams said, We have to make freedom of speech for everything, is because they saw those very same types of hate laws being employed by tyrants to oppress the populace. See, if a person isn't allowed to threaten somebody, right? And yeah, threats are also prosecutable, right? If the threat looks like it's a verified threat, it's no longer freedom of speech. It's a crime. Because a person's announcing their actions. Right? So that's the difference between freedom of speech and crimes. Announcing your actions as opposed to, fuck them, they should die. Right? Now, um, if you can't, if that speech is banned, then what's banned is also discussing that speech. Because how tyrants reason it is like this and they've always reasoned it like this and i know they've always reasoned it like this because i studied history and when i studied history there has never been a tyrant who did not use hate speech in this way and that is he's trying to kill people the tyrant says you're inciting violence by claiming i'm killing people the person said but you are and the tyrant says it doesn't matter we passed a law that said you can't incite violence or wish harm on anybody and you're organizing a mob to, uh, to harm me. Therefore, you're violating free, uh, you know the uh, hate laws and you're not using speech. So I'm going to oppress you and I'm going to prosecute you within the fullest extent of the law. That's how it works every single fucking time. That's how the Nazis used it. That's how the communists used it. That's how... Uh, King James I used it. Uh, that's how the Puritans used it. Every single fucking time, the tyrant takes the accusation that they're a tyrant and they use those hate laws that were passed by the good people with good intentions to oppress the people and to wipe them out. That's how hate speech laws work. They don't work. Like maybe, maybe they sort of appear to work. For like the first couple of years. And then you get somebody who knows how to manipulate them. In order to make them so they don't work. Right? Like my, my one account on Twitter is still suspended. Because it's stuck in the automated appeal system. Because of how Twitter handles trigger words. I was criticizing a TV show. And it ch- got Triggered and manipulated into accusing me of doing what I IQs the TV show was doing. It's the same exact process for all forms of hate laws, hate speech laws. They don't fucking work. There are very few hate speech laws that have any sort of weight to them, but that's only because with that hate speech, it carries the threat of actual violence and actual harm. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the, of the issue. And you mix that with technology and you have people that focus, super focus, like they're OCD. Because technology has no real emotional give and take. Videos have a little bit of emotional give that they don't take they don't respond very well, right? The video doesn't respond to you and your emotion on how you're receiving it. Text is even fucking worse. Text is sociopathic. There, there's a study 15 years ago. It said social text, social media, like Facebook and MySpace, that's how long ago the study was, it's sociopathic by nature It carries with it intent of words, but fails to convey intent of emotion or response to emotion. Cold, harmless text is fucking terrible for communication in a lot of ways. And it's really easy for people to use cold text, you know, heartless text as uh, forms of passive aggressive attacks. And so technology can be expertly paired up with uh, laws like uh, anti-hate speech laws. And it, it, it's, it's really a way to disrupt social cohesion. And so you've got technology working with law, which is technically a technological advance, advancement, modernization. But you know what else you have? You also have some pretty fucking amazing things. One such amazing thing is, I'm watching a YouTube channel, one of my many favorite musical YouTube channels, and they're playing a game, it's a a type of game that I don't really care for, it's it's that uh, um, Among Us game, right? But it's it's been done over and over, like Salem's Lot was a similar type of game, uh, where you have a traitor among you. Among Us is in space. Salem's Lot was in the Puritanical area era, and you have to sabotage other people and conceal what you're doing, uh, all kinds of stuff, right? Uh, and and then you have to be found out. Well, it's a musical version of that, where the musicians play different. Uh, the musicians who are quote traitors quote are. Um, they have to play bad notes and the other musicians have to determine if that musician is intentionally playing bad notes and they're a traitor or if they made a mistake. Meanwhile you're getting to listen to some amazing pieces of music. Just, just think about that for a minute. I'm listening to musicians play these amazing classical pieces. And they're having fun with it and they're playing a game with it. Could you imagine how involved Mozart would be in something like that? He would be saying that and saying, oh my God, that's brilliant. He would write, intentionally write among us pieces, spend a weekend reor- reorganizing or uh, creating, creating little symphonies. Is for people to have fun because he did that stuff Mozart was he was into doing fun stuff I mean, he, he liked to party he liked to play games he loved ice cream he, loved, he wrote about loving oh god I had this wonderful icy, icy ice cream treat it was great fantastic I loved it and uh, he, he I, I got to play obviously he also loved girls he loved to party with girls a bit But that's just it. Mozart wasn't a stuffy composer. He was a kid. He never really got to have a childhood, so he grew up to be enjoying life like it's a a playground, right? Just imagine what he would say when looking at that four people, or well, actually, it it was eight people, eight people playing. Their little, little uh, chamber orchestra, little, little tiny chamber orchestra playing a game with music. God, he would be all over that. Plenty of people would be all over that. And there are a lot of creative, enjoyable things out there on YouTube. And then I see these people who are, who like to have culture wars. And what do they do? I I I can't see why anybody goes on YouTube anymore. It's nothing but abusive stuff people saying this 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 and this. Oh my god, racist everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Babe, I've been watching videos 12 hours today. I didn't see a single racist rant. Maybe it's the videos you're choosing to watch. YouTube puts them in my feed. Are you blaming me? Are you bl- are you victim blaming me? I'm, I'm having mental problems because I'm watching, I, I'm, all I'm seeing is this, this, and this, and oh my god, the politics and yeah, maybe you should stop watching those videos, but if I don't watch them, who will? I have to respond to these people. I have to tell them that they're wrong because they're ruining our world and you're just standing by doing nothing. That's an actual conversation I had with somebody, by the way. Um, of course, I, I used a voice to mock them because they are not using the tool as it's meant. I mean, you could you could take any tool and say, oh, could you imagine that man using a hammer? We need to outlaw hammers because he murdered his wife with one. Yeah. Yeah. OK. See, um, I know this guy called Jimmy Carter and he like builds houses with hammers. Well, he can learn something else because hammers are really murderer, murdering things. They're really murder weapons. And so you're saying that he's building a house with a murder weapon? I would like to see that. He'd suppose that he's going to prevent us from protecting children from people who want to murder them with hammers. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he's protecting children. Not murderers. Uh, with the hammers. By providing them shelter. And the really cool YouTube site, even you like like his group even tells you and shows you how to build a house and how to get involved. And you use all sorts of weapons, you know, weapons, things that you call weapons, uh, called like hammers and saws and nails and, uh, you know, measuring tapes, which you really can't break. I assume that you think that somebody could, oh, yes, they're like garrotes. Yeah, I figured as much. Um so like they're actually building houses for people and helping them find a place to live, and th- those are the videos I choose to watch. Because those people that you think are crazy, that talk about murders and everything, like they don't get attention if you don't pay them any attention. You could you you have laws for that. Police have laws for that. They they stop the murderers. But if all you're doing is watching videos about how this guy killed his family with his hammer, then maybe you got a problem. You know? That's the reality. That's how technology works. Technology gives you the tools to do to yourself what you will do to yourself with that technology. I prefer to Watch some really cool historical videos. I prefer to watch people have fun playing with games. And I get some ideas from that. To design games or write stories. Right? I, I prefer to watch. Support these uh, musicians who get together. And they play games with their. With their. Classical pieces. Like that's fucking awesome man. I, it, just. 40 years ago. 40 years ago. 20 years ago. 20 years ago before YouTube. Where would you go to watch a chamber orchestra? You would go to your local symphony. You wouldn't be able to go to YouTube. That's 20 years ago, man. 20 years ago. You, you didn't have free chamber orchestras to watch whenever you want on YouTube, let alone a bunch of kids Maybe they're 20 something, 18 something, playing fun, having music, playing some amazing music. It's like, oh shit, man, I just got my own personal concert while they were playing a game. I enjoyed it. It looked like a fun game. I heard some cool tunes. Wow! That's awesome! You guys even know how awesome that is? That's awesome! It's awesome in ways that, that people largely don't get. Oh, technology makes it easier to attack people and to and to harm them. Children are dying from depression and suicides because of because of all of this. We have to stop it now. How about teach the kids not to focus on what some stupid shit ass things kids are doing on the internet? Now now, now maybe there needs to be some laws. To prevent kids from going on the internet when they're 13, posting horrible pictures and things about their schoolmates in order to, to harass them until they, till they kill themselves. Yeah, I, I absolutely friggin' agree with that. Just like there are laws that prevent people from using a hammer to bludgeon their b- wife's brain in. Right? Or their husbands. Or their children's, or their Or their parents. Or people they don't know. Yeah, there are laws that prevent people from using tools like that. that that's vicious. That's fucking horrible. That's, that's more than, you know, I mean, that, that's harassment, right? There are actual laws against harassment. Harassment's not protected free speech, right? It's not, you know. But at the same time, you could also uh, pass some laws that penalize uh you know corporations for making money off of off of harassment videos that's a problem that youtube has right now they make money off of harassment videos nobody wants to harm google's pay structure because google's too big to fail uh, you know google could actually promote shit like the stuff i saw or 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 the historian that i watch older man uh He's seen the world change. <laughs> He's seen the, them create the transistor radio. He's seen the invention of the TV, right? He sits there, he says, I'm going to tell you a story. He tells a story. He's got a quarter million subscribers. YouTube could actually promote him more, right? Twitter could actually shut down, uh, you know, because they make money off of people who who do hate shit. Maybe there should be a law that Twitter can't monetize those tweets. Twitter would stop promoting them in their algorithm real fast. You know, of course, Twitter is also not a government thing, so there's no real such thing as free speech with Twitter, right? Twitter could could shut down that stuff. They've got, they've got policies. They've got codes of conduct. They actually need people who follow the codes of conduct rather than sticking an AI in there that nails you for criticizing a goddamn TV show. But uh, you get what I mean. It's about the tool and how you use it. I use Twitter to share my fun little video game uh, videos. I use Twitter to share this podcast, right? And what am I saying? Am I saying hate anybody? No. Am I saying hate the inventor of Juneteenth? You know what? Don't hate them. Don't hate them. <laughs> uh, I think the guy's like an idiot. But don't hate them. Am I saying Juneteenth shouldn't exist? Um, I'm saying that maybe it was invented just to break up the month of June. <laughs> I guess there are no real federal holidays in that month. There's like Father's Day and that's it. And then there's the 4th of July or the- you know, I—that's I, I, what I think, because the real Emancipation Day is July, uh, not July, January thirty-first. Uh, January thirty-first is the actual day of Emancipation, and then December something is like when it was fully ratified. But uh, you know, I say bring in. So I'm not against Emancipation Day. I just think it's on the wrong freaking date. Um, does that mean that I think that you should agree with me? Well. You can do whatever you want. This, this is a tool. We're, the social media is a tool, right? Do whatever you want, right? Maybe you think I'm wrong because, well, Texas celebrates it on this day, and I'm a Texan, or I support Texas. Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and support Texas. I'm from Colorado. We don't we don't really care for Texas too much. Texas has tried to screw with us way too many times. <laughs> um but I don't hate you if you're from Texas. One of my favorite shows from of all time is King of the Hill, right? Love King of the Hill. Love a lot of people who from, come from Texas. So uh, I'm sharing my views. I'm not sharing hate, right? I'm, uh, I'm also sharing the idea of, you know what? Whatever I say... Psh- Internet's 99% bullshit. 45% what the fuck. And 3,000% I don't give a damn. Right? That's a lot of percentage. And, and that fits with the internet, right? So what can you do? You, you just use the internet to have fun. If you don't agree with me and, and Juneteenth, say, Nah, dude, Juneteenth is important. Eh, okay. Whatever. You know... Obviously, it is important to some degree. A lot of people were freed. You know, as a result of the general marching in and giving orders that were not not entirely legal. Because by that time, the Emancipation Proclamation had been replaced with the 13th Amendment. And technically, Texas was no longer an enemy. But that's neither here nor there those slaves should have been freed and were technically freed a long time before so you didn't really free them so much as he said hey guys uh remember that thing a a couple years ago yeah they're actually they're actually free right now that you you were you were breaking the law essentially is what he's saying um which isn't really freeing slaves just enforcing it right enforcing something that should have been enforced um but you know what? That's that's fine. You know, if you want to, whatever you want to believe, you can believe. You know, that's cool. Like, yeah, it was an important event, regardless of of anything else. It was an important event. Uh, I, you know, that's fine. It was. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was an important event. I just think that the other event was a little bit more important. That should have been. That event should be recognized as the federal holiday. But, you know, whatever. It was a good production. And the general was actually a a decent guy. You know, abolitionist and everything. So, gets people to read stuff. So, that's positive, right? It's positive to learn about it. Positive to make people aware of things. And positive also to have a barbecue in June. (laughs) One One of the hottest months of the year, right? So, uh... Then you could go and watch a video about eight musicians playing a game while playing their instruments. Think, wow, you know, 20 years ago, maybe you weren't alive 20 years ago. Wow. Way back when I wasn't alive, people couldn't just listen to this. You know, it's all about the tool, right? Now, can political activism take place? Absolutely. Are you going to allow it to take over your life? That's the question. That's the question. What are you going to do? It's all up to you. You know? It's all up to you. So, um, that's just general observations about technology. You know? General observations. And, uh, basically, technology is what you do with it. Technology is not inherently good or evil. It's, what you do with it right that's what it is that's what it does and people should be aware that technology is is always going to there's always going to be the next thing out there sometimes the next thing isn't better sometimes it's worse sometimes it's a like a Shifting off to the side, sometimes it is better. Sometimes it's bleaks better. You know? And uh, it's all how you use it. So if you use it for harm, you will experience harm. If you use it for enjoyment, you will usually experience enjoyment. Obviously, sometimes things really suck. Like some game devs fuck up people's enjoyment, right? But going after somebody and personally attacking them. You know. And uh, I mean, I got sucked into that sort of thing when I was, when I was uh, 20, right? Got sucked into these flame wars. We called them flame wars. Like the only way to be on the internet was to be like a Wild West gunman, show people how much you could flame somebody and attack them and win an argument. You know, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of bullshit. And I've apologized to most of, most of the people that I think that I've insulted, uh, the people I could track down anyway and say, hey man, I'm sorry, it's not because of AA or anything, I'm not, never was an alcoholic, I'm not part of any program, but I just realized, you know, going after somebody and attacking them like that is, is usually stupid. And of course, you know, three weeks ago, my post under the account for the woman who made Valmont say, you don't know shit! So, I'm still way better than I was 20 years ago. (laughs) Uh, uh, There are other times where people need to be criticized. Like, um, I've got a real problem with uh, the TV show Loki. It promotes incest in ways that's absolutely vulgar and disgusting. And the person who runs the show is the 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 writer and the showrunner of Loki season one uh, they're pretty terrible individuals you know they're they're like almost on the level of Harvey Weinstein and I do think that people when they cross a certain line they need to be called out Harvey Weinstein need to be called out however I don't say people should die or people should kill them you know I don't say any of that uh, I don't say go and harass them at work I say, get rid of this friggin' series. You guys like created an incest thing here. This is disgusting. Which is a different form of communication than going after and attacking somebody. You know, saying, "Geez, you, you kind of screwed up your Scooby-Doo thing. You don't know how to write." Yeah, that's a bit of a personal attack. It's kind. I admit, maybe maybe I shouldn't approach. That, that way. Maybe I should not have done that. I get that. Um, you know, everybody slips up in, uh, once in a while. And of course, then you have the gender wars, right? Men are all evil. They deserve nothing. Women are all evil. They deserve nothing. Now, now, both of you can just go ahead and walk right out the door. I don't need to listen to any of that. Both of its shit. Now there are some women who are terrible, like Amber Heard, and there are some men who are terrible, like Andrew Tate. Uh, but they're terrible because of things and decisions, things they've said and decisions they've made. I'm not saying that they should die. I'm not saying go attack them. I'm not saying this or that. You know, and that leads back to how do you discuss things that you don't like? How do you discuss things that you think are morally wrong or somehow reprehensible? And are you going to make that your entire Twitter experience or YouTube experience or Facebook experience or MySpace experience, which still exists? Are you going to be doing any of that? Yeah, I don't do that because at the end of the day, 99% bullshit 489%, what the fuck? 3 billion percent who gives a damn, right? So I focus most of my online time on those things that are pretty amazing. You know, I I learned to program with the internet. I learned to program. Because my parents didn't want me learning to program. They, outside of one class in college, they actively tried to block me from seeking programming. So I'm 43 and I'm trying to learn how to do something that I always dreamed of doing. So that's where I am. And internet has done that for me. You know, internet has exposed the lies of Russia. Internet has exposed the lies of the United States. Internet has exposed um social media has exposed war crimes people are getting prosecuted for committing evil deeds right that's what's going on that's how powerful the tool technology is our t- current technology right now the internet various forms of it can do things that you were never able to do before it can give you eyes and ears and, and knowledge that's the fir- from the furthest place on the earth that, that you can find from where you live. And everything is technology, you know. Everything. Everything is a, an advancement. How you choose to use it is your choice. Right, and yeah, sometimes it gets me down. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get some help from some people. Some people treat me like crap. Yeah, fuck them. Then I find somebody else, and they they can help me out, and I appreciate that more than anything. So, you know, uh, I I met um, I basically adopted him as my little brother. Right, he died of a, a friggin' aneurysm. And, uh, but like, it, he, was, he was my bro, right? He, he was essentially extended family. Another woman, um, essentially my extended family, met her playing, Never never talked to her in real life, never heard her voice, saw her picture, wrote letters to her, died of Parkinson's. But for the Fifteen years that we knew each other, choose part of my family, right? And uh, that's just the reality of technology. You can, you can make a lot of friends and family that way. You can learn things. You can experience things. You know, you could say, hey, I think that show is really actually bad. Or you can say, pardon me, uh, hey, I think that show is actually really good. A lot of shows were created that wouldn't be created just because the internet allowed people to live out their dream. So love you all. Sending out good vibes. Maybe you disagree with me. Uh hope that we can still be friends. And I hope that you live a wonderful day and use technology to um good means. And good means um uh, essentially is qualified by uh, means that you use to maybe benefit other people without trying to harm anybody, right? Or maybe just benefiting yourself by taking a little break, watching a story from the History Squad with Kevin Hicks. Uh, I gave it a southern accent for some reason right there, and he's really British. A History Squad with Kevin Hicks, just listen to a story like a, like an old grandpa, like a grandpa telling you history. And he's got it right on the button. And it's just enjoying to, li- enjoying to just listen to him tell me a story. I, I mean, God, I mean, just listening to him telling me... Hey, hey, Grandpa Hicks, can you tell me a story? Sure, I'll go ahead and tell you a story. Turn on the YouTube. That's an awesome story, Grandpa Hicks. Can I listen to it again? Yeah, sure, just press... Pause and play. Rewind it all the way. Replay. And you get to hear my story again. That's pretty awesome. Right? Oh, wow. Chamber Orchestra. Like, this is their best performance ever. Play it. Man, I can even see them do their bows and stuff. Man, that takes skill. That's awesome. I want to listen to it again. Anyway, love you all. Take care. Have a good day. Bye.